It's Thursday, July 29th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A bipartisan group of senators struck an agreement on a roughly $1 trillion infrastructure package Wednesday after grinding months of talks, hammering out enough details to propel the deal past its first procedural hurdle just hours later. The Senate voted 67 to 32 to begin consideration of the bill, above the 60 required in reversing a failed effort a week earlier when many specifics of the deal were still under negotiation. Republican negotiators said Wednesday they now had enough confidence in the details of the agreement to allow it to move forward. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell backed the motion. Negotiators cast the agreement and vote as proof that bipartisanship was still possible in a deeply divided Washington. Large employers have begun moving to compel their employees to be vaccinated or get regular testing for COVID-19, with California and New York City taking the first steps. Most private sector employers have stopped short of imposing vaccine mandates. However, the growing coronavirus threat might persuade more companies to reverse course. Legally, there is little preventing private or public employers from imposing vaccination requirements, said labor and employment lawyers. The law allows public and private employers to impose vaccination mandates so long as they aren't violating workplace discrimination laws. In Canada, the local police force that serves an Ontario First Nation community is launching a criminal investigation into the deaths of students at a former boarding school for Indigenous children, the community's elected chief said. Six Nations of the Grand River Chief Mark Hill said the Six Nations Police Service informed him that it plans to investigate incidents of abuse and deaths of students after a request last week from a group of survivors who attended the school when they were children. The planned investigation comes after the discovery in recent months of hundreds of unmarked graves near former boarding schools for indigenous children in Western Canada. Around the world, Tunisia's president said on Wednesday he was addressing the dire economic and COVID-19 situation and probing widespread corruption after invoking emergency powers on Sunday to seize control of government in a move his foes call a coup. President Saeed justifies the moves, which include dismissing the prime minister and suspending parliament by citing a surging pandemic and misgovernance, saying he had acted to save the country from corruption and plots to sow civil strife. Back in the U.S., Federal Trade Commission Chairwoman Lena Khan took aim at big technology companies in her first appearance before Congress as the agency's head, saying online digital platforms are partly to blame for a surge in fraud reported by Americans during the pandemic. Ms. Khan, a longtime critic of large tech companies, didn't name any online platforms or specify actions the FTC might take. She could face legal hurdles in targeting online platforms, however, as a law known as Section 230 generally shields internet companies from liability for the actions of their users. And the U.S. team of Stephanie Dolson, Alicia Gray, Kelsey Plum, and Jackie Young took an early lead against the team from Russia, then held on for an 18-15 victory Wednesday to win the title in the debut of three-on-three basketball at the Olympics. Dolson did the honors during the medal ceremony, 
taking the gold prizes and placing them over her teammates' necks. They stood with hands over hearts during the national anthem. Much as they did in the final, the Americans dominated through most of the five-day tournament. They played nine games and lost only one. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.